Hey everyone. So, um, there are so many lessons in this if you keep going. Listen, this is not easy if you're out there and you've got been traumatized. You know, my heart goes out to you. This is the most difficult path. There is nothing, it's treacherous, it's scary. But, you know, if you um, commit to your healing, to you, commit to you, that you really are the universe, you are this divinity, it is within you, and you can overcome it. I'm not going to give you an Instagram moment, oh yeah, look at this pretty picture, here I am. It's life, you know? Life is this convulsing, changing, ever-changing, unstable landscape, right? Today it's raining, tomorrow it's sunny, you know, she's in a good mood, he's in a bad mood. It's always in a state of change. There is nothing stationary or destination-like. You don't arrive anywhere and sit down and it's all over. You will always be thrown back and forth by whatever the fuck is going on. So there has to be just an acceptance of just that's life, right? There's going to, stuff shows up, you know, all the time that's like it was not supposed to be there. So life is already like being on a vast ocean, you know, where you don't know when the next storm's going to come. But that's okay, that's life, you know. If there's trauma, that's more complicated because it's a sort of snatching of you. It's a burial of your true life force. And you've been buried by somebody else's unprocessed trauma and their darkness. And so you're scrambling about in the dark. You're hitting the walls. You're trying to make sense of life in the darkness. You're literally trying to make sense of life in the darkness. And if you can't get to it, if you can't disengage, if you can't gravitationally remove yourself, then you're owned by it and you're in prison. There's no, I don't care where you are, whether you're in a mansion or in a hovel. If you're owned, if your heart and your psyche is owned by trauma, um, you can't, you're not in life. I mean, you are, but simply as a, um, as a shackled prisoner. So, for me, it's been volcanic um, forever, it feels like, right? It's these constant explosions of opening up. And it started a long time ago with a horrible divorce, which is like being in a medieval torture chamber. It was awful. I lost everything. It's just when the shit hits, the shit's hitting for a reason. It may seem at the time that, you know, why me? You know, it's like that famous Buddha story where the woman's child died and she goes around. She goes to the Buddha and says, you know, why did my child die? He said, go around the village and ask how many people have died, right? So everybody, we all, there's suffering. I mean, there's just, you can't, you know, some people don't have as much suffering. Some people have more suffering, but it's there. It's an activity. It's an energy. Trauma is another energy. Happiness is an energy. 
you know, joy is an energy. These are all energies, right? But in trauma, I mean, it's one thing to be an adult and face a tragedy. It's another thing to be a child and to be smothered early on and be owned by somebody else's tragedy and then have no access to it and no knowledge of it and be smothered in it and then create a self that's not really you, that's an armor that then, you know, sort of waddles around and then that needs to be blown up to see the truth, right? It's, it's, it's scary. Who wants to go into the dark? Who wants to go and, I mean, I hate injections, for example. I don't want an injection ever, but, you know, it's life, right? If I want to get on a plane now, I have to have an injection, right? So the thing about being a child and being traumatized is that it's really overwhelming. It's terrifying. So my heart goes out to you. But what remains frozen in you is not this moment, however old you are, 20, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 150, whatever, 300. It's that moment. It's that story. It's those events. And, you know, the universe chucked a bunch of dynamite into my marriage and blew it up because it was a complete and utter, I was blind in it, right? So that was my first kind of blow up. Then in meditation there was another blow up and it was like, okay, there's another energetic awakening. And then with the ayahuasca, you know, the last 20 years has been more and more digging, more and more dynamite. And, you know, it's been tough. And what I've been asked to do is to keep sitting through it. As Churchill said, if you're in hell, keep going. Now you might lose faith and you might get stuck in the middle of it and there are all sorts of things that you're thinking, I cannot do this next one, right? I've got to jump, I've got to somersault. You keep hitting these walls. That's what it's like. After that divorce, which is horrific because of all the vultures and the evil around and five years of just you know, literally being strategically carpet bombed by a bunch of lawyers. That was a first, oh my God, there's some shit going on here, right? Who are these people? Why am I here? How did I get here? So, you might be stuck. You might be stuck you know, for the last 30 years. But there's always a point that you can say, no, I've got to figure this out. 40 years, 50, I don't care how long. I've been, you know, going out this for a long time. You have to have the commitment to want to come home. That was just my prayer. I just want to come home. This is not home. Wherever I came from is not home. And it's unique to each individual. But the commitment to really heal has to come from deep within you. It has to be truly focused. I want to say focused, I mean it has to be real to you. You might not know at first. I mean it took, again, a couple of you know trucks of dynamite to blow up this marriage. 
that was a complete falsehood. And again, I take responsibility for it. I didn't know I was in deep subconscious, unconscious state, what I was doing. But it took that dynamite for the universe to say, wake the fuck up. And it's not this eat, love, pray, romantic thing. It's not. This is not, there's nothing romantic about this journey. It is dark. It is painful. It's scary. And if you do ayahuasca, you don't know where the fuck you're going. Because now you're in the whole, you know, swimming pool of the universe. You're in a whole other dimension. You do not. I didn't have a clue being here, but I certainly have no clue going into that dimension. Right? You're already scared because you've been traumatized. So I get it. You're already terrified. But I was more terrified by what I didn't know than by the ayahuasca. I mean, I didn't go into this knowing anything. I was, you know, just like a block of wood. And then I got blown up and it was like, okay, something is definitely wrong here. I was tiptoeing, thinking the whole spiritual path. Oh, so we just sit around and just, you know, little angels. No. It's rocky terrain. It's filled with all the energetic demons of the universe. Right? There's a, you do not, it is not a pretty place to go. But again, with these plant medicines, you are accompanied and guided and loved and there's no way I was going to go into these caverns alone. Right? So, and did I know where I was being taken to? I didn't, but I had to trust. I had to trust the universe. One of the things about trauma is that you feel alone. You don't really trust anyone. You know, you've already been hurt, right? So there's a big trust issue to start off with. And there's also the ego issue, which is, oh, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just perfectly fine doing what I do. Okay, it's not great. I get a bit anxious, but you know. I remember I worked for an architectural firm early on, and I was, went to this Mexican restaurant, and I had my first panic attack. I was sitting there alone, and I didn't know who I was. This was like 40 years ago. But I had it all under control. Like, I knew exactly. You know, I was like, oh, don't worry. I, I've got this. I didn't have it, anything. I was completely a puppet for somebody else's shit, right? So, you know, the why me, well, you know, tough shit, sweetie. <laughs> it's like, you know, why anyone, right? Why the poverty-stricken leper in a colony, you know, why the dead squirrel in the forest, you know, why the Upper East Side, you know, millionaire, I don't, who could, I don't have no idea, this, this universe is huge, and throbbing, and doing its thing, and building, and destroying, and it just, you know, I mean, just recently, a poor boy fell off, who I work with, fell off a roof, and died, he's 30, or something, like, why, 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 my friend has MS, like, why, why me, <laughs> so you've got to get out of that why thing, and just, go straight to the universe, right? You've got to skip why. What you do have to know is, why is it that you're suffering? Right? Why 
my question was, why the fuck did that divorce like that? It was awful happen, right? If there's a big tragedy, there's a big learning. Why am I a heroin addict? Why do I want to go coke up? Whatever it is that you do. So even to get there, some because we kind of fool ourselves, we you know just tell ourselves stories and oh, you know, this isn't this is the last time this is going to happen. And I'm going to go to that meeting. I'm going to go to that therapy's office, and then I'm going to you know, I'll I'll negotiate this thing. You don't negotiate trauma; it owns you. That's big for the ego. The ego never wants to think about that. It is. It owns you. You are its bitch. Sorry, but true. If it's very severe. And what you've built is an armor that says that, you know, you're in control. And you've got it sorted and it's always in doubt and it's always in confusion and it's always sorting itself out and it's going around in circles. So that and already is already, you've got to, you know, to just, just dump all that is already, it's, it's a journey, it's a process of dumping. Dumping, dumping, dumping. And the thing about energy is you can't see it. It's all around you. But you have no, you can't see it. Most of the shit you can't see, right? We, we're, we're editing billions of bits of information down to what we need to see. Right? So we're already in a state of... Um, narrowing right just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist just because i can't look in a microscope and see the you know the germs and the bacteria doesn't mean the bacteria doesn't exist right just because i can't look in a telescope and see you know millions of light years away doesn't mean it doesn't exist there's a lot of stuff that we cannot see so egos you know know it all so egos need to be sort of like, you know, mollycoddled and said, look, you know, you don't know all. And egos are there, at, you know, obviously, at the beginning to save you. You know, didn't, if I didn't have an ego and I hadn't agreed and I didn't do this, then, you know, I can't, who knows, right? It's a, it's a tortoise shell. It's your trench. It's your knight's armor. Great at the beginning, not so great later. Becomes the, your tomb to break out of it it's a you know caterpillar butterfly thing you have to go through a powerful transformation and forget everything you've believed you know it's a really a zen mind it's a beginner's mind every day is a beginner's mind where am I now without the 10 zillion pieces of bits of information that you've inhaled but you where are you in this moment without any of that right so, um, yeah, it's, it's been a very powerful odyssey through layers and layers and information. And not knowing and getting deeper and losing more and more of the person I built to refuse the truth. It's not easy. Don't anyone let you tell you this is easy. This is not easy. The only way you get through it is a commitment to heal. 
with you. And it doesn't mean there aren't other people that help you, etc. But honestly, to get your power back, you are the universe. If you've given your power away because of trauma, you need to get it back. And the act or the discipline of sitting through that darkness is the act of getting your power back. I mean, I had no idea I'd been taken out to be abused sexually for money, that I had this guy inside of me that was this energy. I had no, it was horrific. I had no idea of it. But I built a very powerful armor to hide it and to become and to submit and all that stuff. So I was no warrior, quite the opposite. You know, I was like a terrified, you know, it's almost a cartoonish figure of terror. I was called Scooby-Doo growing up because I was always terrified. So you don't start out as a warrior or have any knowledge or, you know, I don't know. Fuck. I was just like a Scooby-Doo. I was like... <laughs> or Flipper, right? The dolphin, for anyone that's old like me. Yeah, so you don't have to go in, you know, having your black belt in, you know, martial arts of the psyche. You just decide you're going to, you want to heal. That's all. That's enough. I'm done. All right, I've got to figure this out. I don't know. You know, so I'm going to start with a bit of meditation. That's what I did. A few seconds, a few minutes. That little act of sitting has taken me into the depths of the caverns of my psyche. Yes, long time, 13 years of meditation and then a huge energetic break that got me to ayahuasca. And a true, almost sort of forensic, clinical, here's the issue we need to deal with. So, if you're take, you know, if you, if you, don't feel helpless or powerless or feel it, but know that it's a condition of trauma. What you're doing is you're reversing the power, basically. As a child, the adult has the power. You're the little three foot, that's the six foot, five foot, whatever, right? That's the power struggle. It owns you. You're forced to live under its rule, become its, you know, you know, create the armor to survive it. It owns you. You're frozen in place by that relationship and that terror as a child. This is all about reversing that whole power struggle, right? But in order to do that, you need to go face the energies and the moment in the past when that happened. I'm not getting into the past in this reality. I'm just not. There's no ape that's going to sit across me with a clipboard and tell me that, you know, perhaps she's going to get something, right? You have hypnotized. Oh, I remember. But to really go in, to explode the whole landscape, you need a, you know, minds. Um, you need a, you know, a huge bomb. And that's what the ayahuasca is. She'll just stealth bomb your whole fucking psyche, your whole ego and direct you directly to the places that you are stuck. And bigly, as they say. And deeply embedded. And then she's going to try and unearth you and dewire you, right? So I'm not getting into those places. I can touch the surface, yeah. 
right? But no other ape is going to, you know, detonate this shit. It's impossible. These things are energy. They're massive. They're like black holes. They're like gravitational pulls. So, you know, strong. Are there, why? Because it's life and it's survival. The code to survive is huge. You're not going to fuck. No ape is going to fuck with that. You may get around it. You may have little openings around it and understandings around it. Great. That's not going to fucking get rid of it. These are energies. I would never have known this had I not gone this very slow path into this underworld. Right? Or not the underworld. The world of, of life. Whatever. I don't know what you want to call it. So... You have to go armed with people that know how to do this, with energies, with consciousness, with plants. For me, it was plants. They were here before us. Yes, you can laugh and whatever, Excel sheet, yeah, yeah. Um, but to think that you're it is just, you know, get over it. <laughs> you're just an ape. She's building you like she's building a butterfly. She's building a black hole, the universe, you know. The trench, the Mariana Trench, sharks, you know, dinosaurs. So don't get up on yourself because you're not that important. <laughs> All right, this thing is building universes. You're just a simple breath of it, right? Don't you have to get over yourself a little bit, right? On that in that regard, we have to just pretend that you know we're not that big. And I don't mean in any shade way. It's just like if you want to heal, you have to go somewhere bigger. That's it. You just have to. And, you know, this Western world is all like, oh, we all control each other. We know everything. And we're fighting like cats and dogs about stupid things and whatever. And who controls who and who gives a shit. It's all BS anyway. Right? Yeah, and that's a very big, powerful draw, too, out there. It's like, oh, you know, there's an answer out there. You know, someone out there has got a, it's got a robe. It's singing. It's chanting. It's all, No, you, you go into it. That's how they make their money. You know, I am a conduit for God. No, you're not. Everybody's God, right? You are God. You are it. You are divine. You are. But you might not have access to your divinity because you've been blocked by trauma. And then you've been blocked by the life force and blah, blah, blah. So if I think of the journey, it was like blow up, you know, massive blow up to, for a divorce five years horrific lost everything titanic sank bum 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 oh my god then it was like okay that was horrific how the fuck did that happen how did i get into that situation so then i just doing meditation you know while struggling to sort of come back together And that was lovely, you know, it was like, oh, all right, this is nice, I'm calming the mind, you know, I'm seeing who I am. You know, it's like a nice, it was really, and there was, I was around other people that was wearing funny robes and things, and I got out of that because, that, you know, there's nothing like people taking over other people's rituals, but anyway. So that was a lovely, and I did it at home, and it was getting intense, you know, very deep, deeply rooting is the word, rooting. And it was a sort of a letting go of ego, right? The fear, the vigilance, the whole thing. And then I had a huge, massive kind of energetic break where my, it's like a kundalini awakening or whatever. I don't know. It's just the energy having sat for so long and not hemorrhaged that energy and actually kept it within me. 
that was scary. Okay. So the meditation was like, oh, okay. This is nice. I'm loving this. This is very calming. I'm getting to see and I'm getting rooted. I'm not just like running around like a crazy person, right? The energetic break was terrifying because it was like I thought I was going to die and I didn't know what it was and I had no access to this other world and suddenly I got thrown and plunged into another another dimension. You know, they call it like radio waves. You're just at another vibration or something. I don't know. And then when you do ayahuasca, that's kind of very scary because you don't know what you're going to see and now you have no control. But for me, it was a, a great event because... I felt like I'd gotten the password into this other dimension and I was, you know, whilst it was terrifying to see and had an exorcism, etc., it just blew up something that I just, it was like, oh my God, there's this whole other space where I can have information. It's scary. You're shitting, you're puking, you know. You feel like you're fucking dying. But you're also being immensely loved. It was the first time I felt I was seen. I was loved by something. It was an immense. So it's immense in that power of to connect with divine love. And then it's also terrifying because you're being, you know, dragged through your shit. Right? But the energy that's released, it's just, there's no words for it. There's no. And then you're getting into other dimension land, right? So you're getting deeper and deeper into this journey which is getting big, your landscape is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like your whole landscape, your psychic landscape is opening up. Once you're within this little shriveled, tiny, almost like the Big Bang, you're this little dot of terror, and then suddenly you're just expanding like this whole, I imagine over there's that, they, 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 the bomb in Hiroshima just blows up and your whole landscape is like just being revealed to you. It's almost like a, a new island is being born. It's coming up out of the ocean. Oh my God, okay. And then all this stuff is being unearthed. You're like, it's almost like this crazy animal under the earth. It just opened, you know, the, the lawn is being torn apart on this huge estate that you have of your of psychic energy. And these people are being revealed. And I mean, I, I went on 3D tours of my house in England and my house in, the house in Spain and people and then Indians were showing up and guides and it was it's insane now you're truly and I was taken into the past by the Indians and you know information was being given to me about all these people in my life it's ins I had no idea so it gets bigger more detailed and you all your emotions are going to come out you know, your terror, your anger, your rage, your sadness, all the stuff connected with this completely buried landscape that you have, which is, they call your shadow, whatever, I don't know. Everything is being laid out. Everyone is showing up. All the truth of everything you've hidden is being, you, you know, you've never been able to see it because you've been too terrified. So now you're no longer terrified because you're guided it's all beginning to show up, right? And with me, it was this whole energy inside of me that was literally its own entity that was like beginning to, you know, manifest in my whole body. It was insane. 
So I thought, you know, of, of course it's a bit scary, you know, if you're transforming into animals in your living room, which I was, and, you know, you're on a horse in your living room, which I was. It's like, okay, all right. Okay, this is my experience. Everybody has a different experience, but I'm just saying if you open up the shadow, if you open up that landscape, you don't know what you're going to see. Right? Because if you've been in trench mode, if you've been in scared mode, in armor mode, in, you know, holding back the dam mode, which I certainly was, and when you open that door, the dam is going to come out. People are already scared of that, but you can't be scared because it's already inside of you. So it's not like you don't have, it's not something you add, it's something that's already within you. When you release it, that's when the energy comes back, right? It's when you return. You're scared of what you don't know. Yeah, I certainly was, but like, it's what, so I'd rather just bump around in the dark. I mean, it still owns me, right? Just because I'm not facing it doesn't mean that it's not there. It is there. It's even worse not to know. Because then you're being navigated by something you have no control over and you're sticking a heroin needle in your arm because you can't face it, right? So what, you'd rather disappear into distraction, which is great, but you still have to come back to reality. It's like they say in the Shipibo world, you know, you commit suicide. Yeah, great, you're still here. You're still coming back. So you don't get away from this place. This is all one big thing, right? You're still here. You're still in some form, whether you might not be a, you know, a physical thing, but you're still here. You don't go anywhere. And then you've got to deal with that thing in this other dimension. Like, really? And come back and deal with it again? There's nowhere to go, basically. This is, this is the whole goldfish bowl. We just had different dimensions of the same thing, right? So... Ice, water, gas, it's all the same thing. Different manifestations of it. So you're going to keep getting into this landscape, seeing how you fit into this landscape, why you, you know, the things that have affected you, the people who have affected you, the effects of them on you, the story that they have that you got involved in. I didn't, you know, I had no idea. I mean, I had a father again who stalked my mother to get to her family, then left, then, you you know, got her as bait, then used me as bait, so now to be sexually abused, and blah, 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 then used, you know, no idea. So what's interesting is that in this, in, in my situation, you've got to look at whatever your situation is. This person used me to fulfill his own ends, Right? I had no idea, right? But what's really interesting is, even though I've had to see the unseeable, I can't even tell you how awful, imagine the child being abused by a, a guy, right? I've had to see this man participate in doing that, in having no problem doing it, which is just, uns you know, unbelievable to me it's it's torn down all my you know my coliseum of walls to hide this right all my you know great wall of china it's all been blown up so i could see all of this i said oh fuck it's like literally somebody opens a curtain on this huge landscape like you had no idea that this existed any of this you know how these people had 
you know, played their way and used you and blah, blah, blah. So that in itself, it's all a journey, right? It's a massively difficult, if you, you know, if you've had severe trauma, it's difficult, right? But not, un not, do not, not doable, of course you can do it. You're the, you're the universe. It's not going to kill you. It can't. Right? The seeing of it, it's already happened. Right? You, you're already, you're still alive. So it couldn't, it didn't kill you. Right? If you're here after it, after all the terror and the noise and the emotions, your armor is just protecting what happened. But it's already happened. And if you haven't faced it, it's still happening. It's still living within you. So... You might be afraid of seeing it, but it's not like it's killed you. It's still in you, but you're, you've survived it. You're alive. And again, so that you have to trust and you have to surrender and, you know, just dissolving of you is not easy and seeing the truth of these people. You know, you thought they were one thing and it turns out they were evil. And anyway, all that's horrific. But what's it, and also just, you know, having these energies come up through you, again, you know, the deeper you get, the more, you know, you're in, you're in this other dimension in the universe. So here's the thing, um, recently, so I have this entity that sort of comes out, they're like energetic demons, I don't know how to express, you know. and they've been living inside of me, they've hitched a ride over on my energetic field, and they've been terrifying me since I was little. In fact, I saw it in a ceremony where it was just this satanic thing just, and I was on the floor, my hands tied behind my back. And now I'm actually, I saw it in ceremony, a 3D hologram. Now I'm actually, it's, it, you know, it's, it's in me. It's like it comes out through my whole face. It's contorted. So it's, you know, at first it was weird. Now it's just like, okay, whatever. It's like a, a, a squatter that's not paying rent. But it's feeding off my energetic field. And I'm like, I can't move this. What This thing is still showing up. And recently I was shown a picture, this black and white picture of my dad when he was little, about five, in shorts with suspenders. And, and so this thing is related to his trauma. It's not my trauma, it's his trauma. And that trauma then... Um, got embedded in me through all his horror and all his anger and all his shit that was the outcome of his own trauma and so it's so fascinating to be brought like to be torn apart to have all the feelings seen all the rage all the shit all the you know, reliving the horror of being a child and being abused and all that stuff and being unloved and blah, 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 physical violence, etc. To be in this place where now I'm being shown the origin of his trauma. One thing I've talked about is forgiveness. And I'm not interested in forgiveness. I've never been interested in forgiveness. For me, it's not forgiveness. It's more like can they no longer exist? Like, there's no connection to them at all. Like, they just disappear. Like, your disconnection is so huge. You've cleansed yourself so much that it's almost, you know, the sunshine. Was, I think it's eternal sunshine or something of that 
movie where it's just like you have no memory. That it's almost like you erase a disc, right? And it's just gone. I don't need to sit and go, oh, I feel very bad. I don't, because I don't, really. Right? And so the thing is that, so now I'm being shown this little five-year-old. It's faded photograph, and it's just in my face in these ceremonies. And yesterday I had one of the most fascinating, so now I'm getting the teaching, which is insane. I mean, it's insane. I mean, not insane, but insane insofar as that the way that I'm being guided by this great medicine, this unbelievable medicine. And that is what happens when our suffering isn't dealt with. It becomes poisonous and toxic. And the lesson is, <coughs> whatever happened to him at five was not resolved. And because it wasn't resolved, that trauma or that suffering, it then festered and grew and became this big, poisonous, energetic field that grew so big because it was unprocessed, that it literally stole me, right? It, it's like you get picked up in a hurricane of somebody else's trauma. And it was literally a lesson, it was insane. It was like, These things inside of me are the manifestations. It's almost like you're sweating out your toxicity. You know, that it becomes so big. It just, it's like a virus. It just like is being, it emanates from someone. It's like you, you give it out energetically to everyone around you. It's like a poison. It's like I got pulled into this man's poison because it was some trauma that happened to him at some early age that was left untreated. And untreated, it festered. And as it festered, it became this moving, poisonous hurricane of energy in which I was taken up. And which, you know, made for this sort of dark, um, really circuitous, manipulative. He, you know, in one of the ceremonies, he was this sort of animal on the on the savanna, checking out my mother like it was bait. It was, it was a, she was a victim of this darkness, and then consequently, I became a victim of his darkness. And I was holding. It's almost like, again, someone just dips you and marinates you in their trauma. And literally, it lives inside of you. So I'm holding those energetic demons from his trauma. They sort of stole me. And it was a teaching. It was literally... 
because now I'm, you know, whatever, I call them all sorts of names, these demonic things that come up. I'm not scared of them. They're just a pain in the neck. I want them out, right? And it's almost like the medicine is giving me a teaching of why they showed up and what this is all about. And when I say that we affect each other, we do. And when they say, you know, a butterfly, you know, flaps its wings in the Amazon and there's an avalanche in the Himalayas, it's that everything is affecting everything. And suffering cannot go untreated. Because we pass it on like a virus. Right? So if I'm a parent and I beat the shit out of you, then I'm sort of unloading or I'm screaming or I'm yelling, I'm doing whatever the trauma is on you. I'm unloading my poison on your little container. You become the container for my poison, right? I suffocate you. I drown you in my poison. You, get, you don't get a chance to live. You become the container for my poison, which I did not deal with. Right? These entities are his, they're not mine. He's well dead, by the way. But they were left in my life force. Right? They got dipped into my life force. So that I could resolve them. I had to resolve him it's like I need to, I tell you listen I need you to fix me what the fuck am I going to fix you I'm not fixing you I don't know if I fucking to do that I don't want to do that first of all it was like I don't want this job but I got the job whether I wanted it or not and the first 40 30 years of my life was this endless attempt to try to fix him whilst I was completely drowned It was like, here's my burden. Go fix it. I mean, you're only two or three. It's okay. You're, here it is. Here's, here's my... And within me is it essentially the manifestation of that trauma. I don't know what that trauma was. I, I don't know. I think I heard something about early on he, was, he fell on all these cactus. I have no idea. The lesson is you don't process it. The suffering doesn't get fixed. It becomes poisonous and toxic and grows in power and momentum. And it begins, it has, takes on a life of its own. Right? And then does horrific things like send your kid out to be abused. Or take somebody's life and use that to have to fix you. You get pulled up into this hurricane of somebody else's demons. And yeah, if you're a toddler, you have no chance. You're going to get pulled in. 
and if you know bullying and terror and all that stuff so it's almost like you know they say like in in buddhism or in these you're just an observer of life and it almost throughout this what i've seen it's almost like i'm a i'm a battlefield i you you be, you're like a terrain an energetic terrain on which a battle is happening i mean this is one you kind of surrender your all everything right you're just at the mercy of the universe literally i'm just at the mercy of the universe right? it's just like whatever it's going to show up you know and you literally see this you're a bat you're a plane you're a you're an observer of these energies that are it's like you've been taken over by them or they're living inside of you I didn't know how to describe it they're living inside of you and they're sort of eating your life force and the ayahuasca is pulling them out right I couldn't see these things. I had no idea they lived inside of me for fuck's sake. I put up sheetrock. <laughs> I design people's homes. What do you mean I have this whole other like coliseum and there's a gladiator and all these dark you know, evil things running around? Right? The ayahuasca is the gladiator. She's in there. She's pulling them out. She's the, actually, she's more like this. She's the Shea Stadium lighting. Now, if we look at, you know, consciousness, you know, it's just tons of information, right? They call the the record, the Ashikaya records, I don't know, whatever. It's just like consciousness is, is vast, a lot going on, lots of information. There's just information everywhere, right? So as you, op as you open the gates into your darkness and into your shadow, not darkness, shadow, and you see the truth of, because you're part of something much bigger, you're part of some other relation of lots of relationships and people's agendas and you know you don't know what's going on inside your parents brains right or anybody's brains for that matter you don't know what how you're connected to these you know to this chain of events or so at this point you know i'm used to being pulled around physically and this thing is, oh, this thing was really powerful yesterday. It was just like, it did not, it was angry and it was like, it was really like coming out, you know. I, in my system, I have this, it's almost like, it's, 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 yeah, I'm owned by this thing. It's, it's, it's feeding off my energy and it didn't want to be seen. And the more, I understand that the more powerful it gets. And you have to surrender. I mean, literally, this thing is like, I'm being pulled around. Like, it's, it's, it's almost like a dragon inside of me. Right? And I'm just like, well, whatever. It's got to, you know, if it's here, it's got to go. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I want it out. So there are lessons that I have to learn. And there's understandings that I have to 
get to. But it's happening without me. It's not. I'm not here. It's. It's. It owns me. And it's happening on another plane. I don't understand that plane. I don't understand anything. I just know it's. I just experience what I experience. But that was a, a huge lesson. Was if you don't deal with it. it um, converts, it festers, it transforms into darkness. That behind this evil man, behind what he did, behind the story, you know, the, the understanding of him that I got through the ayahuasca of this man, you know, seeing my mother as bait, using me as bait, and all the horror that he inflicted and, the, and the, the drowning of my whole being was this five-year-old child whose trauma was so big that it became this poisonous evil. And, and that evil and that darkness, it's almost like somebody sprays a virus over you. You know, it just, it just, it's, it just infiltrated all of me. And I was just, you know, smothered by this dark energy that sort of built itself into, you know, into these captors of my own soul. He took over my landscape. It's like a dragon, right, on a landscape and you're little and it just like roars and bellows and it just, it's, you, it owns you. Becomes, it becomes terrifyingly poisonous. Unprocessed trauma has roots. It grows darker. It festers. You know, it because becomes this three-headed monster. It, it it turns into something very dark. If it's not processed, and I my own suffering and my own trauma is the outcome of somebody else's unprocessed trauma. It's like you get picked up in that hurry. If your parents coming in and screaming and yelling and you're little and, you know, they're, they're volcanic and they're uh, alcoholics and they, they're, they're, they're smothered in this poison of their own trauma that's been unprocessed. And then you get swept up into it, right? And you are fighting in its landscape. It's not your landscape. I didn't arrive, to, you know, I was supposed to arrive, you know, it's Tahiti, thank you very little. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wasn't I in the, um, the penthouse suite? <laughs> you know, like, how come I got into the maid's quarters in the gulag? Right? In the darkness... 
it festers, it grows. And it takes you over if you're little. If you're big, you just go fuck off, you know, whatever. But as a child, you have no choice. And in my instance, it was like, fix me. I'm going to move in. I'm going to drop all my demons inside of you. I'm going to own you. I'm going to annex you to my demons. And you're going to go out and fix me. It's like King Kong. It's like it picks you up. And you have one task. I don't give a shit about your life, what you need. I'm not a parent. I am a roving, poisonous piece of cancer that did not deal with its suffering. And now has, you know, turned into this pedophile, bullying piece of darkness. And I'm going to just stampede all over you and you better go, you know, fix me. Make me look good. Do well. You know, become my PR person. Make me look good. You will be king and I will be free. I'm not a parent. I may seem to be one, but I'm not. Deep down, I just need to be healed and fixed. My suffering was not taken care of, so now you, it's your responsibility. That's what trauma really is, right? If as a child you're facing a crazy person who's not taking care of you, that's terrifying you, etc., you're dealing with their demons. You're dealing with a thing that was not taken care of. And now it's in your hands. It's, been, it's like a baton. Okay, yeah, you have to do it. And in, it's like dumping, you know, a whole ocean into your tiny little swimming pool of their demons. You're not going to win. You're not going to, you're going to be drowned by it. It's already built a lot of momentum by the time it comes to you. And it's almost like a tidal wave. There's no, you know, it's a tidal wave of somebody else's toxic shit. It's coming at you and it's a hundred foot wave. You're three feet off the ground, it's going to, you're going to get owned by it. That's what it, that's so, what's amazing to me is, I, first of all, I had no idea how deep this thing went, I had no idea about this shit, but that in the opening up of your whole psychic field, as your as the great ayahuasca because it's an insane medicine it's a miraculous medicine as she brings you through she opens you up she shows you everything you relive the tragedy of your childhood or whatever the moments you you know your feelings are on earth you know, you're turned into animals it's this whole insane you know alice in wonderland even up that's nothing compared this is like another level it's like Alice in Wonderland on speed, basically. It's the universe. You're inside the jaws of the universe. There you are being taught. Insane. Insane. And 
I thought it would be, you know, okay, I just need these things out. Like, get this energy stuff out. It's obviously related to him. You know, what the fuck are these things doing here? Um, it's okay, I can sit with them, but, like, I'm, I'm eager to just, like, have them removed. Like, it's just... It's just <coughs> but there's a teaching for me. The iOS is going to continue to test you as you grow, as you get deeper. Can you let yourself be taken by the universe? In fact, it was interesting because I had a dream where I was being taken out by the power of the universe. It's like an ocean. I was just being... And I remember the feeling of like if I... I have no power against it. Once it takes you, it's done. She takes you. There's no returning to shore. It's terrifying. It's a letting go of everything you've ever been. Right. So, again... <laughs> What about the south of France? Wasn't I supposed to be in the south of France? That was my plan when I was 10 or be surfing in Costa Rica. Have a little bar by the beach, you know, just what kind of drinks would you like? You're going to have that rum punch again? Or are you going for the special? No, I am now in this um, In the jaws of the universe. I didn't mean the jaws. I mean, you know, being taught. Being taken into the, the mechanics of how this thing works. So, do I still have fear? Of course I have fear. You know, you don't not have fear. But I'm powerless against all of this. This is just happening. I've given up. I've given up trying to build a person. You know, try to pretend myself into existence. I can't. It's been swept away. There's no... There's no <laughs> Maria. <laughs> I mean, there is you, but it's like... Um, you know... I'm going to become like the biggest real estate broker. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, oh, what? It's not. It's like, yeah, okay, great. But right now, you know, you're traveling through the inner di the dimensions of the universe. So like, it doesn't really have any validity. Right? It feels silly. And by the way, I love all those real estate shows on selling sunset, etc. I love all that stuff. Um. You have to accept where you are. But the thing about this journey has been fascinating because it's, it's taken me from literally having been blown up in a terrible divorce. And I was completely numb and had no idea about anything and was just terrified of everything to having gone through this huge odyssey of all these energies and everything that happened, I had no idea. And... And now to this 
and saying, you know, whilst I sit there with these pissed off <laughs> demons being brought up. I mean, they're pissed off. I'm sorry, I have to laugh, but like, you know, they're like, you know, whatever. Being pulled out. And in one vision a while back, I just saw these dark entities around me. So I'm, for some reason, I'm being held. I was trapped in this place. So, okay, this is my story. This is my little, you know, trek through the universe with the ayahuasca. You will have yours. It is, everyone is unique. But there's this insane not knowing this insane learning and this ability to really unravel all of your psychic field and to see all of your connections to the rest of the universe. Right? And to have knowledge inside that energetic field, it's insane. And yes, you carry on your life and you brush your teeth and you go to work and you do whatever. And, you know, um, it's only an hour and a half every day that I sit and I connect. And I don't have psychic powers and read people. And I don't, and there's nothing, you know, there's nothing about anything. It's just my own, it's just a journey into this dimension with the plants. It's a different consciousness. But you will discover your relationship to the world in that as you. So in other words, as you're unblinded, as you, as you go through this kind of shedding and seeing and the memories of what happened, and honestly, it was really horrific to see everything and all the feelings and the anger and the rage. As that's all kind of brought up and accepted, and it's, it's almost like you're accepting reality. That's... If you're in trauma, you're not, ex I was just hiding and not accepting reality and hiding all my feelings and just trying to survive with this person that I built. And then that's being removed. Everything is just being brought up and surfaced and it's just all being removed or expressed, really. I don't know about removed, but it's expressed. It's expressed and it might, you know, my rage was expressed for, I don't know, two years. There was, And as that rage dissipates, There's a seeing of a connection to something else, right? You become this open ground in which you're just an observer of what lives within you. And I have these psychic entities which are dark and they belong to this other human being, this other energy who had some massive trauma that wasn't resolved. And I became and I became the container for that trauma. That trauma that had gotten out of control, that had gotten had festered and had, was unprocessed, and then I you know, I became the container to fix it. I was annexed, kidnapped, used. As a child, I was tiny. I didn't, you know, right? You don't know. 
But as a child, you're like a sponge, right? So this thing is just splattering all of its poison on you. You're with them. You're inhaling it. You're hearing their screaming. You're, you know, they're, they're, they're hurting you. They're whatever they're doing. They're terrifying you. So by doing all of that, they're invading you. It's like taking over a country. They're taking over your whole psychic field. And then you don't even know. You're breathing them. You are them. They're in you, right? And you're completely owned and you've, been, you've disappeared. Your soul's buggered off. It's been stampeded. It's been drowned. So as I, and one of the Shipibo said, you know, you aban- you know, your soul feels abandoned. Well, yeah, duh, right? And my yearning is to reconnect, to find a way back to my soul. In order to do so, I need to get past all of this invading army. And to, un- you know, to like get them out of here, I have to understand why they came in why I became a container for them. And a lot of people, you know, I, 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 was, I managed to, to deal and not become a heroin addict or something because I just kept rebranding them, right? That was my addiction was, oh, oh I'm just going to, you know, turn hell into like a cool hipster cafe. <laughs> You know, I'm just going to make them look good. Yeah, no, they're kind of, there's, there's something organic about them and they're really cool deep down and that's not really who they are, right? That was my way of coping. Or I could have just sat in, you know, under a bridge with a heroin needle in my arm. I didn't disappear. I just coated them. You know, I just bought the Michelin star sauce on rotting meats. And now that sauce is gone. Now here's the rotting meats. Here it is, Maria. Dark entities live within your psychic field that are the outcome of this kid that had massive trauma that unprocessed blew up into this like toxic hurricane of poison in which you got, you know, you got swept up. And it was you you had to fix him. That was my journey. I had to fix him. So 40 years I was in a state of fixing. Until it blew up. Till the universe just chucked a few sticks of dynamite and said, right, this is done now. Now we've got to like clean this shit up. So in the awakening of this no, this information, of noise, I was going to say noise, yeah. In the, in the seeing of it, well, you get your power back, right? You're no longer the person they built, you are built. You can no longer be trapped. You can no longer be the breathing entity, the extension of it, because you've seen it. There it is. That's what these entities are connected to. And so in all of that, what's happening is you're dissolving. Your soul is returning. You are returning. You're taking back your power. Now, she's going to blow you up several times along the way. You're going to, you know, the surfacing is not easy. If you've been deeply buried in all this crap, you've got to get through all the layers of crap, which are bundled with emotion and, you know, 
experiences that you didn't process and see, etc. Fortunately, his demons, you know, ended up living in me, but they didn't replicate because I was lucky enough to meet the great ayahuasca or have, you know, exp you know, I was able to, I understood that, you know, I didn't become the poison and then, you know, spat out the poison to everybody else kind of thing, right? You have to turn around and face the trauma. Even if it's like, you know, these writhing dragons of entity of darkness that you know, live within you. That's the way out. You have to face them. And there are lessons. There are lessons as they're extracted, as, as they're fuel. They only really survive in you because you're fueling them up by not facing them. They're just in the dark. They're just all over the place around you. You just can't see them. You don't want to see them. I didn't. Didn't even know they were there. Right? They're packed into your trauma. So the more you unravel, the more you relive the past, the more you see everything, the more all the memories are released in your whole energetic body is, it's like dissolving, like a, it's in the sun. It's like a chocolate cake dissolving in the sun, right? Or a nice chocolate ice cream. You're dissolving. You're no longer the hardened piece of ice cream. Now you're this a mess on the floor as it's all being taken apart. You know, I can withstand more this thing, you know, writhing and going nuts and being upset. And I don't, whatever. Before I couldn't, I couldn't let it be upset because I was terrified it was going to kill me, right? Now I'm actually, I'm actually having this thing, this energy, which is of anger and terror and whatever, being pulled up. Now I'm winning. I'm, I'm being liberated. I can sit there and have it writhe and roar and whatever, you know. I'm not afraid of it. Oh, I certainly was as a child, and about 20 years ago, 10 years, 5 years ago, I was terrified. As a child, it terrified me, right? I didn't realize it was in me. And it belongs to him. You know, we inherit other people's unprocessed trauma. We become the, the soil in which they replant them. Again, if you have a crazy person coming at you as a three-year-old, you know, they're spraying all their unprocessed trauma, which has now become poison, on you. And then you become the soil because you're newly arrived in which it plants itself. You get, you know, thrown off the bus and they take over the bus of your existence. How do you get it back? You've got to go tear down the trauma, the darkness. You've got to go into the darkness. You've got to go see what, how it, you know, weaseled its way in.
how it annexed you. Now, you know, again, on the journey with ayahuasca, it's just genius. It sends you tons of allies and, you know, she's, I call it a she again, whatever you call it, whatever it is as it shows up for you, but um, immensely powerful. Again, the question is, do you want to be awakened? Some people don't. They'd rather just live having this big, dark shadow around them and, you know, keep running from it. I think at some point you're going to have to face it. You know, it's like lifetimes, you know. So you don't know where you're going to be going. Um, it might not be the south of France as I thought it would be. I had so many plans. I had so many plans, none of which worked out. Um... And it will reveal the most insane stuff. And there is so much divine love here when you come to this place. That's one of the things, apart from all the darkness you do, yeah, it gets dark. But in that darkness, the sweetness and the power of this divine love is revealed and... It is the sweetest, most loving thing. And that's what the darkness has taken away from you, right? You don't have access to this sweet, divine thing. So really you're looking, you're, you're searching in this. They've taken it all away because there are all these dark entities and they've just, you know, replanted themselves all over your divinity. So you have no, no cracks of light, right? They've taken away all your light. And the universe, as she, you know, pulls them out, it's almost like they're standing in front of the window, right, where the divine light, source of light is. And when she takes them aside, it's like this blaring, beautiful, loving connection of, of love to the universe, with the universe. That's it. You're really, they're just... They're writhing and they're pissed off and whatever and their unprocessed trauma that's been poisoned. And what they do is they they take away light. You know? Their trauma, their unloved processing, blah, 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 gets bigger and bigger and then you're splattered with it. And then your light gets taken away. Right? And you're fumbling about in the dark. Because you're fumbling about in their unfinished poison. It's their darkness, it's not yours. So, it's a fascinating journey. Yeah, you can still do your life. And you might still get to the south of France. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm still hoping one day I will be there. Um, but in the meantime, the universe has other plans. And, um, you know, I'm in. I'm all in. So, yeah, expect the unexpected. And have fun. Because there is, even at the even though it's difficult at the end, yeah, there's a huge learning. Bye. <laughs>